VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every day from sunny Southern California. Welcome in. Huh. What to talk about today? Oh, the Yankees win. Right? Talk about the Yankees. No, we're not talking about the Yankees. Come on. Oh, oh, I know. We could talk about uh, what else? Uh, We could talk about uh, the Mets and that. No. We could talk about the the Christmas Day basketball. No. 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 I think you know what we're going to talk about. Uh, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. We might work in a phone call or two. This is just kind of a reaction day because this has been a gigantic story in the National Football League for the last year and a half recently. And now we have uh, some form of closure or at least decisive action agreed to by both sides in the Deshaun Watson case. Get to that in one moment. Check out the latest lines in World of Sports. At Bet River Sportsbook, Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You got to be 21. You got to be uh, president in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem call 1 800 Gambler. So Deshaun Watson has uh, reached a settlement with the league. NFL, NFLPA, and Deshaun Watson's people have reached a settlement. 11 games, 
$5 million. 11 games, $5 million. And we've heard from Deshaun today. I don't think it was great in terms of meeting with the media and not having any PR person with him. I think that was a that was not a great that was not a great idea. There have been good there have been some great ideas. That was not one of them. Uh, but still, Deshaun Watson did it. Talked to the media. Here's what he said in regards to his own innocence. I've always uh, stood on my innocence and always said that I've never assaulted anyone or disrespected anyone, and I'm continuing to stand on that. But at the same time, I have to continue to push forward with my life and my career. And for us to be able to move forward, you know, I have to be able to take steps and put pride to the side. And uh, I'm going to continue to stand on my innocence and, and keep pushing forward. And I've always, you know, stood on not disrespecting or sexual assaulting anyone. This is him trying to clarify what exactly he apologized for. I apologized beforehand. I think the second time I spoke to you guys, I actually apologized. But I think for some people, it didn't uh, maybe register as I, as I was apologizing. But, you know, I just wanted to clarify, you know, I was apologizing to all women and people that was affected about this situation because it's, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely a tough situation. This is a, a follow-up when he was asked what exactly he was po- apologizing for. What do you apologize for? For everyone that was affected about this situation. There was a lot of people that was triggered. But not the women that accused you of this? I've apologized to all women. So anybody that was affected, even yourself, every, everything. So I'm apologizing to everyone that was affected about this whole situation. Just blanket apology, I'm sorry. Which is actually a good way for a man to wake up in the, during the day, right? You wake up and just go, man, I'm sorry. For what? I don't know. But this is obviously far more, uh, uh, far more important than just the blanket dude apology in the morning. Um, I think this is really interesting. You know, I can play for you what Andrew Barry is saying. I can play all that stuff. But now you've heard from Deshaun Watson. You've obviously, you know the case. What do we make of it? I'm going to give you my opinion first. Okay. Then we're going to go around the room. We get a chance. It might work in a phone call. 877 on fox We'll work on the little Twitter machine, at Gottlieb Show. We'll check out the Facebook page. That's the Doug Gottlieb Show fan page. And we'll just kind of, let's, let's do it sort of old school organic. Like, this is a big story. Uh, the first thing is that, uh, and it's an, a very important distinction. Okay, settling and apologizing does not mean you did anything wrong. It, it doesn't. And I will, I will agree with Deshaun Watson in what he said. I do think it's really hard, and you have to be very uh, – you have to have what, uh, what's been uh, termed to me social jujitsu. Right? You, have to, you have to be delicate and yet forceful. You have to use guile and positioning – in order to get across what you're trying to get across, maintain a level of sensitivity while maintaining your innocence as well. Okay. So the idea is this, that settling, and this is, it's really important, right? Settling is not an admission of guilt. Apologizing and the way in which he apologized is not an admission of guilt. That said, it doesn't wipe him free of suspicion or all we have in terms of documentation or even the former federal judge who ruled in the favor of the NFL just didn't want to suspend him to this level. 
Um, I think it's a win for Deshaun. Because if you if you look at things and you're neutral, you step aside, you just go, look, I'm not going to take sides on either side. Hey, forget the, the, the previous suspension of six games. The NFL wanted a season or an indefinite. The last point they were willing to settle on was 12 games. He got 11. That's an absolute win for Deshaun Watson. And I'll also point out, while it's going to be difficult in his first game to beat the Houston Texans, his old team, when he's got to be rusty, I do think in terms of getting out there and playing, the Texans aren't going to be as talented a team as the Browns are. And there's a chance there to put his stamp on it against the Texans. This is why I didn't want to play for the organization. Look at the organization I'm playing for now. Completely have my back and have a better football team. Now, the, the problem with it is you sound incredibly insensitive when you just deal with sports and not deal with the social and personal issues aside. Okay, when, when you don't. I've, I notice a level of consistency from Deshaun Watson, even if others want to point out the inconsistency. I do think it was a mistake for him to go out there and try and handle this on his own. It's not that he's not bright enough. It's not that he can't handle himself. It's that in trying to use the right words at the right times and have the right answers for the right questions. That's really hard when that's not what you do for a living. Right? Just not. Does the NFL look bad? No, I think the NFL actually comes out looking like they tried to be really strong. Do the Browns look bad? A little bit. A little bit. They look like they got their guy. They're willing to do whatever it takes to fix their football team. And all that other, nonce, all that other stuff, uh, I think, goes a little bit by the wayside. You know, they threw D. Haslam out there to act like, well, listen, a woman is, is I mean, that's, it's, it's purely for looks. So there's a lot to it. I think Deshaun gets a W because they were previously willing to settle on 12 games. The league was, and he got 11. He didn't sit the full season. He gets a play against the Texans. I don't, think it, I don't think it was the smart decision to have him answer those questions all on his own. I do think he talks himself a little bit in circles. But I also understand that a settlement is not an admission of guilt. And an apology, if worded in, in a specific way, is also not an admission of guilt. That said, it strikes as a meaningless apology that somebody made him do and makes him seem cold and callous and disconnected and all of it seem like BS, including the whatever uh, psychological work and sensitivity training he's going to go through. Do I think it eliminates from our minds what we think of him as a human being? I do not. I don't. I don't think I think that's a really hard one to escape. But I would point out that that Big Ben Roethlisberger, granted, it was only two different women, two different years, but two, they, they were reportedly a, a major issue with one that led to his six-game suspension. And here we are 15 years later, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Do I, do I think that happens to Deshaun Watson? I don't know. But I could go through player after player after player who has done something cruel, who has done something wrong, but done something in the early or middle point of their career, and you play long enough, you live long enough, and people have a tendency to either forgive or simply forget. All right, uh, Jason Stewart, your thoughts. 
Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm less forgiving uh, on this one. I, th- I think that they're. I think the NFL comes across as being the league that tried to uh, appeal to the public and say we're going to go for as much as possible. They had the commissioner call him a, a serial um, predator, basically. Um, but those words seem to come off a little empty today. I understand the uh, sentiment of a settlement is that nobody walks away happy. I get this. But, I mean, did the players' union have any leverage in this situation? They, they've, I don't think they've ever won a lawsuit against the NFL. The NFL seemed to me could have just implemented a penalty on this. And it just seems to me like them even settling um, comes off as weak. I think 11 games shows that they ha- they don't really have a lot of teeth. I think it's extra special dirty that the game that he's going to come back to happens to be in Houston so they can promote it and get as much out of his return as possible, which is really dirty to me. Um, it was confusing today that the team came out and said that he's got a lot to work on through counseling and it's going to take time when he hasn't admitted to doing anything. What What is he going to counseling for if the guy from the get-go hasn't admitted to doing anything wrong? So it's like the, the mixed messages, if today was about finality and clarity, which that was the, the two buzzwords of the day, more there, this has been left with more questions than answers after the media access today. Um, I, I really do think, I think the NFL comes out looking weak, and I agree with you on this part. Deshaun's team won this. I mean, that, I think they got off easy. Uh, let me go to Dan Beyer. Uh, Dan, your thoughts? I, I, I think Jason said it pretty well. I, I agree with a lot of what he said. Uh, you know, I mean, Calvin Ridley's got to, you know, pick the Lions on Thanksgiving Day, and he's going to miss an entire season, and it has to prove that he's uh, rehabilitated. Um, and, and so to to have the NFL have the ability to suspend him for a year and to back off of that, which almost seems like an olive branch to the Players Association, I just find, uh, yeah, I, I, I find it crazy. I think Jason uh, said a lot of what I felt. Um, okay. Um, I, I just, I, I think, I, here, here's the perspective I, I do think we should have, okay? Um, without any question, this is, I believe, the longest suspension, and, you know, longest suspension for anything of this sort of magnitude uh, in the NFL, although we've never had kind of this volume of it, right? So we haven't, you go back in and other issues with, with guys and women in the league, and we're getting closer. Um, I would also point out, like, if we're going to be fair, it's not a high bar to find a grand jury to indict somebody. Again, to charge them, to, to actually find them guilty is a, high, is a higher bar, but to, to simply get an indictment in a grand jury is not seen as a high legal bar. And twice it went to the grand jury, twice uh, they were denied the chance to indict. So, uh, again, I'm just trying to be the voice of fairness and sit here and go, I, I understand how we all perceive it. All any of us, you don't have to be like girl dad like I am to have kind of the human sensitivity of going, okay, this doesn't feel right, doesn't feel like it's fair. On the other hand, if you're going to be totally fair about it, 
you sit there and go like, wait a second, like they couldn't get an indictment, four cases. I don't know how, like, feel just the whole thing feels like there's something to this story that we don't know and we may never know because we've only heard basically the attorney's side and a couple of things drop drop from the actual case. Uh, But outside of that, like I'm left sitting there going, I get it, but you have to have the perspective of leagues don't usually do this. Even though players aren't usually involved in something of this depth and this magnitude, leagues don't usually step in this and the NFL for the first time ever can sit there and go like, look, we tried. Why did they settle? I, I think, you know, like, again, if we're really, really honest, okay, we're really honest, people settle for a myriad of reasons. They don't want other things coming out. They don't want their process challenged. They, they don't, they, there's other things that get put on display when you go through an actual appeals process that even the side that feels like they're going to win doesn't want exposed. So I hear you guys. But I'm more inclined to think it's I thought a season was about right. I understand. I thought six was about, was was way too light. And um, in the at some point, you just sign the deal and get it done and get a punishment levied. I kind of I know it's a win for Deshaun, but I don't think it's a huge L for the league. John Ramos, your thoughts. I agree with you about the win for Deshaun Watson. I definitely think it's. It's that. I also think that um, the NFL could have done something more, and I think they just kind of did what, kind of like they tried to do a middle ground. But I think they thought the season was too long, but more than six was better. And, yeah, that whole thing about coming back at Houston, I mean, look, NFL's reality television at, at its best. I mean, that's kind of interesting how it would it just happens to fall on the Houston Texans where he comes back. Um, the guy apologized a lot. Uh, he said the same thing over and over again. I, and I kind of agree with you as well. I mean, if there are legal procedures to what happens, and if he did go past those legal procedures and they couldn't find anything, then, you know, our I mean, I mean our feelings are, did, do I think he did something wrong? Yes, I do. But you can't legally prove it because they went through a court system that couldn't legally prove something like that. So I'm not going to gonna try to be the, you know, the bigger purveyor of wisdom from our legal court system. So, but yeah, do I think he got off and, and was a winner in this? I do believe that, yes. Had, they, had it been 12 games, it would have been the Bengals on the road. Um, I don't know. I, I do wonder how much that game mattered to, to anybody. I do. I, you know. It, it was thought to be a sticking point, honestly, for all the talks that we've had over the last month when the schedule came out, that the NFL did not want him to play in Houston. They did. That was that was the messages that we were receiving in why the NFL was was trying to settle for a 12 game, $10 million suspension. And in the end, it's 11 games and five million. What a world. What a world. Uh, by the way, the, the, the other matchups that weekend, just so you know, like you're like, oh, everybody will, everybody will be watching that one. Okay, so, so uh, that's week, was that week 12? 13, I believe, because of the 13? bye. Yeah, yeah, because that was after Tampa. Obviously, they didn't want him in that, that Brady game, right, to take away from, from Brady. 
The other games, the Sunday night game is Dallas and Indy. Uh, you, you have Chargers. By the way, you have Chargers taking on the Raiders, which is another AFC game, uh, a late AFC game. The other early games are Denver-Baltimore. Uh, that's, the, that's the other CBS game. Wow. How about, how about CBS is going to have to choose between Denver and Baltimore and Cleveland and Houston? They're going to choose Denver and Baltimore. I don't think it's even close. I, 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 I feel like it's a, it looks really bad now. I don't think it'll be as big a watch as, as people think. At the end of the day, it's still the Texans, and we'll see what the Browns are then. In comparison to Denver and Baltimore, that one pales in comparison. And then over on the other side, you got Washington taking on New York. Ooh, that's a big one. Um, you have Green Bay taking on Chicago. Those are CBS game, Fox games, excuse me. So, I don't know. Listen, this is an open forum within reason. 877 on Fox. I, I, I understand where Jay Stu comes from, where Dan Beyer comes from. Uh, Ramos feels somewhere in between those two and me. I'm not all the way over on the, I'm not sitting here defending Deshaun Watson in any way. I'm defending kind of the process and how we ended up here, right? That And the fact that as much as in the very short term, we feel like, man, that guy got, got off. Here is a, a former judge who said, hey, to this point, six was the most that I could do and feel good about it. And then only the league was able to go back and get five more games, nearly doubling the suspension. So there, there's a way of looking at it where it seems a little bit stronger than how it's initially perceived. 877-99 on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling to watch college hoops this winter? No, you got to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each hotel has a unique look, inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all the cool specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores, they're all in hometowns of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels has over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So the odds are there's one out there where you're going, especially games and big conferences. Check out all the graduate locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off a stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. 
Good at any Graduate Hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. All right, uh, let's uh, let, let's stop all the baseball nonsense and talk about what people care about. That's uh, the great Ice Cube uh, joins us now on the Doug Gottlieb Show. He's done just about everything. Obviously, started as a rapper, uh, became everything from a producer, philanthropist, movie star, and he started the Big Three. He joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Cube, how are you? What up, Doug? How you feeling, man? I'm good, man. Good. I want to talk Lakers with you in a second. But first, let's talk. This is Big Three Championship Weekend. Um, this is not your first foray, but this is the league has evolved and it's different. For people who are going to tune in this weekend, what's different about the this weekend from other championship weekends? I um, mean, it's great because we've got an all-star game before our championship game. So you get a chance to see the cream of the crop, the best uh, that the Big Three has to offer, uh, when it comes to individuals, and then you get to see our two best teams go at it. Trilogy, they're going for their third championship in five years, and then you got Power going for their second championship in five years. So um, two powerhouse teams peaking at the right time, playing at the right time, so it's going to be fun. Yeah, Trilogy, don't they have to win a third title? Their name is Trilogy. They have to complete the Trilogy. I think so, but you never know. You know, um, Power is coached by Nancy Lieberman. You know, she got them boys playing in the right way at the right time. So I think they got a little something to say about it. And uh, she's going for her second title. So we'll see. 
Plus, she's coaching her son, TJ Klein. That, that's pretty cool. You've got a, a, a mother coaching her son, who's a stud as well. Ice Cube joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. You can go to big3.com slash tickets for more information. Of course, that's the Big 3 Championship Game Weekend at State Farm Arena in Atlanta, Georgia, August 21st. That's August 21st. And, of course, the full day, it starts at 2 o'clock Eastern time. Let's talk Lakers. Um, do you like the idea of keeping Russell Westbrook? I don't mind that. Um, you know, he had an off year last year, but the whole team did. So I think this year will be a lot different if they have to run it back. They definitely can't do nothing but go up, I'll tell you that. Yeah, no, that last year was a, was a bad feeling. LeBron signed a two-year extension. Instead, he could have waited, right? That extension still would have been available to him at the end of the year. What do you think of LeBron saying, hey, two more years in L.A.? I like the commitment. I think uh, it's necessary for the team to, you know, make major moves and do things to try to get him another championship in these next two years. You know, without that signature, I don't know how, you know, the organization could go forward with, you know, possibly giving up draft picks and this, that, and the other uh, and, and then not having the bond. So um, I think he kind of had to do it to get the Lakers to, to move in the right direction. All right, what if part of the deal is you got to draft Bronny? Would you do it if you're Rob Palenka? Yeah, why not? You know, I think it's something that will motivate both players. Uh, you know, I think it's, yeah, it's great for the NBA, of course. Um, definitely uh, must-see TV having, you know, a father and son play together. I don't know if that's ever happened in the league. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, if he can play on this level, why not? Yeah, I mean, like, listen, it's literally never happened before. Ever. Never happened before. What's what's crazy about it is, you know, when you had Ken Griffey Jr. and Ken Griffey Sr., it was Ken Griffey Sr. like, yeah, well, he'll still get to play whatever. He didn't play a ton. It feels like the opposite in this case, right? Like LeBron, and granted, it'll be two years from now. We don't know what his body's like in two years. But dude just averaged 30 a game. The question would be more about his son than it would be about LeBron. Pretty much, you know, and that would be, you know, a lot of extra pressure on him. Um, So, you know, could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. You know, we have to wait and see. Like you say, never happened. But, you know, me, I'm I'm a little biased when it comes to father and son uh, showing the world what they got. So... You know, uh, a lot of people didn't think my son could do it when he came to Stroud Compton and um, did a great job. So, you know, I say let's try it. Why not? What is what is that like to watch him on the big screen? It's an it's an amazing, like a uh, surreal experience, kind of almost like an out of body experience because, you know, he kind of came into it like I did. You know, I was discovered by John Singleton. Who, who kind of pursued me for a couple of years to, to do Boys in the Hood. And then I I kind of recruited my son. I put him through the ringer for a couple of years for him to be able to do straight out of Compton. So to see it all work out and, to, you know, to see that he was the best man for the job, that's that, that to me was the best part is, you know, out of all the ice cubes they were trying to audition, he was just the best one. So. 
Got to give it to him. You've done, uh, I mean, like your career, and I mean, it's not, not over, right? I mean, look, you, you've started and you run a professional basketball league. You've been a movie star, obviously, uh, with, with everything you've done in your rap career. You've done amazing things. When you think about back in the mid-'80s when you are growing up in the Valley, what, what would, if I were to tell Ice Cube back then? I wish I did grow up in the Valley. I grew up in South Central L.A. I thought you grew I up Woodland, I thought you Woodland Hills, then you moved to, the, moved to, moved to, the, uh, to South Central L.A. Nah, nah, nah. I was bused from South Central to the Valley School, but I had to go back every day. I had to go oh. back home every day, so. All right, so, so you're, in so, you're, in South, <laughs> you're in South Central, okay? You're riding on that yep. bus. If I, were to tell, if yep. I were to tell you back then, all these things you've done, what would surprise you the most? Um, I mean, starting a league, you know, starting a pro league would probably surprise me the most. And maybe movies. You know, I just, when I first started, I just wanted to be the best best rapper in the world. You know, that was my my goal. And so these other things are are opportunities and you know i mean the, the league is something different you know that's yeah. a whole nother level well the, the, you know, the but, league but uh everything else the the league's incredible because look now you walk into a room and the great thing about the the big three is these are known very good to great players in the nba and like they're your guys right they, they many of them join the league you know and obviously, mm-hmm. Stephen Jackson, these guys joined the league because of the legitimacy you brought to it. That might be the most impressive part of the whole thing. Yeah, I think I'm the best recruiter in the United States, man, without a doubt. Uh, getting, you know, I mean, we've had from Allen Iverson to Amari Stoudemire, you know, come through the league. Um, you know, you said Stephen Jackson, uh, Joe Johnson, uh Tino Mobley, uh, you know, so we've had some great players come through the league. But now what's cool about the big three is we're developing young stars that, you know, who are big three stars like Kevin Murphy, Isaiah Briscoe, um, Isaiah Austin. And and so that's what's cool, too. And, and guys who, you know, like the Royce White, who never really got their shot in the NBA like they were supposed to, or he's in the championship game on Sunday. So it's very cool. Yeah, it's 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 really an amazing thing. Isaiah Austin, of course, his NBA career cut short because he had the heart issue. Now he's back. You mentioned Royce and and so many others. You can watch it on CBS and Paramount Plus. If you want tickets, Big3.com slash tickets. Uh, Cube, are you going to give us a little hint? Who do you think wins between Trilogy and Power? Well, you know, I think uh, Glenn Rice Jr. is going to play great for power. Isaiah Briscoe, I think uh, Earl Clark and uh, Royce White, they're going to play great. So you got to look at the X factors. X factors are, you know, Katino Mobley, um, you know, how how will he play? James White, uh, TJ Klein, you know, these guys could be the reason they team win or lose. Tina Mobley still getting buckets. Still getting buckets. Cube, thanks so much for joining us. Really hey. appreciate you being our guest. Appreciate it, Doug. Anytime. All right. That's the great Ice Cube joining us. Still Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, 
JC, we're, we're like, you're similar age, similar background. You know what's cool is, or what's interesting is, my son likes, still listens to NWA to this, the, to this day. Like, he's 13. I don't know if I'm supposed to let it by. I'm, I'm screwed up, but not so screwed up that I wouldn't, you know, if I grew up with it. Did your son ever listen to NWA? No, no, that's kind of off his radar. Uh, he's uh, like a Mumford and Sons guy, and then he likes a bunch of classic rock. But uh, no, the hip hop thing hasn't quite hit with my son yet. And I think I told you that hip hop to me is like a recent thing. I got into like uh, contemporary hip hop only like five years ago, and I really enjoy it. And I'm just circling back to the 90s stuff. In fact, Dan Byer for Christmas got me a great book about hip hop in the 90s, so I'm reading that. Uh, but that's the long answer to your question. No, he doesn't listen to hip-hop. Okay. So you didn't listen to hip-hop when you were a kid? You listened to the NWA when you were a kid? I was all about, in, in the 80s and 90s, I was all about that K-Rock kind of uh, alt, alternate sound and Iron Maiden and a bunch of classic rock. My the- da- So I have a 16-year-old daughter who was just, she was cooking yesterday. She made beer cheese, really, really good, from scratch beer cheese. And... Uh, Coors Light, by the way, is the answer to the beer. <laughs> but it was a weird, it was a weird, like, uh, when I was in Israel, I had a buddy stay at my house. And I was like, where'd you get the Coors Light? She's like, your fridge. It's like, really? And I was like, oh, that's, that's right. Because, I mean, like, one stray, stray Coors Light, like, I can't, I have no, I have no issue with Coors Light, but I'm generally a Modelo guy. Um, but it was like a random, like, I thought there would be a Modelo and I was wondering how the Modelo would taste in the beer cheese. And then there's your classic Coors Light in there. I was like, that kind of seems to make more sense. So anyway, you are a Modelo guy. Yeah. I am a Modelo Because there were way too many Modelos left at the end of our round. And I, 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 had, had, I had quite a few. I had to drive back like two and a half, three it hours. It doesn't matter, Doug. We, we should definitely drink and drive on this show. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> yeah. that's, that's sarcasm. Yes. I think Holy. what he's saying is, and look, there's nothing like, a, have I ever told you guys my cold beer story? Uh, no. Okay, here's a little bit better than story. what we just heard. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have a message from Nitsa oh. available? Yeah. No, this is, uh, this is this, and it's better than me asking Ice Cube. I knew he went to Taft High School. I forgot that he was bused to Taft High School. That was my issue with, 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 uh, with Cube, thinking he was from the Valley. I thought he grew up, I thought he was in the Valley and he had to move to the, move, move to the hood. My bad. Anyway, um, so I was never really a beer guy growing up. My dad didn't drink beer until. He, he, he was type 2 diabetic, and then, like, in his 60s, his doctor was like, you should have a beer a day. So he would alternate between, like, a beer or a glass of red wine. That's it. Anyway, so we weren't really, like, a beer family. Um, and then, you know, like, in high school, guys would drink, like, St. Ives, which is rough. No thanks. You drink, you're like, I don't know why anybody likes beer. Um, I remember cracking my first cold beer, you know, like, when you get home from college, you're like, I'm going to go crack a beer, you know. And you don't even say anything next to the old man. You just sit there and watch a ball game and drink a beer and you wait for him to say something to you and he doesn't. You guys know that, that, that moment. Anybody who's been away from home, you come back in, you're like 19, 20. That, that is your one like, I'm a man now sort of thing. But I was uh, going to be, a, I was in the summer before my senior year in college. Coach got me a job and I was doing um, demo for a guy in town. For a guy was like flipping houses, okay, and it's in Stillwater. And the thing they don't tell you about they like the the sale on demo is like you get to just beat the crap out of anything, like destroy a house, 
for an entire day. Like any anger you get, you get out in that mallet or a hammer or you just kick things down, right? And then you got to clean it out. That's the not fun part. And it's dusty. But you wear a mask, you wear gloves, and then you just, you just basically crush stuff all day. The problem with it is when you're doing demo, there's no air conditioning and you're in Stillwater, Oklahoma, and it's hotter than Hades. But at 5 o'clock, they would go and get a case of cold beer, and it didn't matter if it was Natty Light, Natty Ice, or Coors Light, whatever it was. There is nothing on earth like that. Right? There's nothing. And at that point in your life, you're like, I get the cold beer thing. Yep. I, I completely, I did not get it. And then I worked a hard day, blue collar labor, and had a cold beer. Like, you know what? A hundred years of grown men ain't wrong. This thing goes down really, really quick and really, really nicely. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, are you traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, you should do yourself a favor and do what I do, which is stay at graduate hotels. You know, Bridgestone Arena and Target Center, their, their hotels are both really close to the tournament venues. And they're obsessed with college sports, just like me. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and the local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school mascots, colors, whatever. Why would you stay anywhere else? You know, graduate hotels are the perfect spot the next time you go to see a game. There's over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. And odds are wherever you're going, especially if you're taking a college trip with your kids, upcoming conference tournament, or just a big college game, you can check them all out at graduatehotels.com. And here's the ultimate win. My listeners can get 30% off with the promo code Doug. That's Doug. Good at any graduate hotel. Remember, you can book today, and here's how you do so. 30% off with the promo code Doug at graduatehotels.com. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. 
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show is brought to you every day live from sunny Southern California. Welcome in. Welcome in. There is one big story of the day, and there is another story of the day, which is, uh, I think, has probably longer lasting ramifications, but it's not, it, it had, pre- you know, like this, it had previously been reported, but it's not as big as Deshaun Watson. That's the, the Big Ten moving away from ESPN officially, and uh, NBC, by the way, back in, in play as they now have Notre Dame and the Big Ten, um, as well as the fact that you got uh, uh, CBS and Fox getting more and more Big Ten games. We'll, we'll get to that upcoming. But let's, let's talk about what we have learned today. Deshaun Watson is now suspended for the next 11 games, first 11 games, and he won't be back in the building until October 10th, I believe. He'll be fined $5 million plus uh, all the game checks for those. So it's like $6 million in change. Gigantic fine. Here's Deshaun Watson standing by his innocence. I've always uh, stood on my innocence and always said that I've never assaulted anyone or disrespected anyone, and I'm continuing to stand on that. But at the same time, I have to continue to push forward with my life and my career. And for us to be able to move forward, you know, I have to be able to take steps and put pride to the side. And uh, I'm going to continue to stand on my innocence and, and, and keep pushing forward. And I've always, you know, stood on not disrespecting or sexual assaulting anyone. So, um, so this one's hard, right? If you're apologizing, but then you're saying you never forget about assaulting anybody, you never disrespected anybody. Here's Deshaun Watson trying to clarify what he's apologizing for. I apologized beforehand. I think the second time I spoke to you guys, I actually apologized. But I think for some people, it didn't uh, maybe register as I, as I was apologizing. But, you know, I just wanted to clarify, you know, I was apologizing to all women and people that was affected about this situation because it's, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely a tough situation. Here's Jimmy Haslam, okay, who's the owner of the Cleveland Browns. Remember, the Cleveland Browns gained the biggest contract in the history of sport, all guaranteed. Here's, here's Jimmy. Since Deshaun came into our building in April, he has done everything we have asked of him and more. 
and he has been the person, the leader that we expected him to be. Um, I think he understands where he is in his life. It's a pivotal point, and we as an organization are going to do everything we can to help him not only be the best football player he can be, but more importantly, to be the best person he can be. And we're going to support him in every way possible during the suspension and during what will hopefully be a long career with the Cleveland Browns. And I don't think anybody knew how many games Deshaun might miss. I mean, we didn't know until definitively till today, okay? I think it's important to remember Deshaun is 26 years old, okay? And is a high-level NFL quarterback, and we're planning on being our quarterback for a long time. Uh, okay, here's D Haslam. That's obviously the wife of Jimmy Haslam and her thoughts on the matter. And counseling takes time. You don't just go to a counseling session and wake up and, and, and understand the impact it has. I think it's a layering effect and it takes weeks, months, a long time to get to where you understand so much more about yourself. And I think Deshaun has made progress from the time he came here till now he's making progress, but it, it's not going to happen overnight. He, you know, he's 26 years old and he's just getting into counseling. I think it's going to take some time. All right. So um, they, Jimmy Haslam's also come out and said we're a country's second chances. The question is, if a guy doesn't think he did anything wrong, what does he need a second chance for? Right. Um, I do agree with the caller we had earlier, and we don't usually take calls. One reason is because usually calls aren't as insightful. But a woman named Cheryl called us, and she's like, look, if, if he admits to criminal wrongdoing, uh, there's no reason that a criminal case can't be reopened. She's right. Um, but he's maintained his innocence, even though he signed this agreement. An agreement and a, and a settlement does not mean that he's it is not an admission of guilt. It's also not an admission of innocence, but it's not an admission of guilt. And to say otherwise wouldn't be fair. Now, the, the, lawyer, the, the judge who initially ruled on this agreed with the NFL and determined that um, there are three different factors in sexual assault from, by, from the NFL, and not all of them are actually having to do with assault itself. It should be pointed out. Um, but she agreed with it. So you have one judge who ruled in the NFL's favor, another judge who is likely to rule in the NFL's favor, but the NFL, it's probably smarter to just get this thing done, uh, even if it's six games less than you wanted and five games more than he was going to get. And so they acquiesce and, and give him what looks like a game back so he plays against Houston. I, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm supposed to offer up this opinion. Like, do I think it's super creepy what he's done? Of course. Of course. Anybody does. Like, what? How many women? Uh, and, but I'm also not somebody that, it doesn't have to be the volume of it in order to prove to me that something is wrong with how he's acting and what he actually needs. None of that proves sexual assault. And the fact that there's no criminal case leads me to think, Okay, there's some sort of gray area here with the ones that really went for uh, kind of the full on civil case, as opposed to many of the others were added in the class action and then settled quickly. But all it takes is one negative act against a woman to sit there and go like, why why are we giving this dude the biggest contract ever? I still think it looks bad for the Browns. They don't come out looking good. They don't come out looking. Jimmy hasn't. We don't know how many games like it didn't matter. You knew what he was facing. But he's super talented. He's super likable. 
There's obviously a lot that in his life that he hasn't shared with people. I do think counseling helps. I don't know exactly what took place. I also know that there's been no criminal charges, though twice it's gone to the grand jury. And that leaves me scratching my head over what actually happened. But he did something wrong. He got punished more severely than anybody else had been. The NFL, I think, in this particular case, looks about as strong as they've ever looked, even if they don't look as strong as many people would like them to look. And the Browns essentially lose a season because they tied their ship to a wayward dock. And that may be punishment enough for people. Jason Stewart, John Ramo, uh, Jason Stewart and uh, Dan Byer don't think it's nearly enough. I'm not sure there is actually a number that would be enough. I'm also realistic that this is pretty, th- this is pretty substantial. Could have been more. I wouldn't have bat an eye. This is what they agreed to. And if both sides agree, I, I don't know where, really where to go with it. Yes, John Rollins. When, J- when Jimmy Hassam said, hey, this guy is 26 years old. He's got a lot of years ahead of him as a, as a uh, Cleveland Browns quarterback. Do you think he's missing the point of the whole thing, or do you think he's just looking at strictly the you know the nuts and bolts of of his ownership and what he needs to do as the Cleveland Browns move forward? I think he spoke out of a place of honesty, but I don't th- I I don't think that it it landed where it should have landed. Had he said, "Look, he's twenty six years old. Uh, obviously, there have been mistakes made, <clears throat> and we're here for him the next five years for him to learn." And hopefully be our quarterback as long as he continues to evolve and improve as a person. That would have landed differently than, hey, he's 26 years old. And the reality is he's 26 years old. If he doesn't get in trouble anymore and he wins the Super Bowl, no one's going to say, you know, this will be simply a footnote. And that's the reality of all sports. Look, the reality of sports is this. And I have covered some. I, I'll never forget my first Final Four I covered for, for CBS. Right? All I said was. Uh, Louisville won the national championship. And I believe the way I worded it was, you know, when you consider, like something like when you consider some of the things that Rick Pitino, this is before the strippers in the dorm thing came out, right? But this was, everyone knew of the Italian restaurant and some of the other accusations of things. If When you knew about, if you knew about all the things that Rick Pitino kind of went through, to raise Louisville to a national championship level, right? This is an unbelievable comeback story. That's what I said. But there were people that pulled me aside like, did you have to mention that? Like, that's part of the story. But that's not how we cover sports. Like, with the exception of what I did 26, 27 years ago, nobody looks back that far. They just don't. I guess Twitter does. (laughs) But it's like once you get past like a year or two later, you know, if you go through counseling, you say them all better, we kind of let it go. I didn't say that's right. I'm just telling you that's the reality of it. Jay Stu, you still as fired up? I think more so, actually, than I was two hours ago. Just, re- just reading the reaction from Twitter and thinking about this more, um, I think the NFL just kind of deceived us this whole time. I mean, when, when Goodell comes out and says that he's a predator and that he deserves – uh, at least a year. I thought that I thought he was getting it right at that point. We saw Major League Baseball give Trevor Bauer two years. That case did not go to, go to a criminal court, and the woman was asking for it. But he got two years. Uh, everyone's 
everyone in this whole situation is acting like he did something wrong except for the person that did something wrong. Like the Browns are saying that we need that he's going to seek counseling for what? What is he seeking counseling for? We, you and I have both been to therapy. The first step in therapy is admitting that something's wrong. No, that's the first step in a 12-step. Okay, process. that's the first step in the 12-step, but I've been to therapy as well, and I, I, I had to admit that I had failures about things. I mean, how does he go to counseling and work through this if he's, if he's not even willing to admit it? Um, that, you know, when, when Haslam says that he's 26 years old and that's an important thing to remember, what does that have to do with anything? That he's made mistakes. What mistakes? He hasn't admitted to any mistakes. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think the NFL comes out looking really weak on this, and I think it's real dirty that they're going to take advantage of the fact that he's returning to Houston for his big return to NFL moment against the team that he jilted. Um, yeah, I'm, I, none of this sits well with me at all, to be honest. Buyer. I don't think I'm as fired up as you were about my Calvin Ridley comment earlier. Um, I, I am. I, listen, I, I, I think when I hear Jimmy Haslam say what he says, I agree with you, Doug, in in the the point of if they go on to win a Super Bowl, um, the people of Cleveland will forget, and uh, that's all that's going to matter. And I think that's what that's like the point that I feel like Jimmy Haslam is always is always speaking about. But not to sit on the fence, I think to Jason's point about it's the NFL letting uh, the people who felt Watson's suspension should be longer, including myself, of kind of letting us down and uh, just being like, all right, let's settle this and move on. And I mentioned earlier how I felt that the NFL probably wanted to throw the, you know, the book at him or at least give him that one-year suspension. But then they also realize they don't want this hanging around next year. Um, I think it really, really, really stinks. But nothing is going to be done about it. So the anger towards it is, you know, that's, I mean, it's it's done. Like it's, you know, there's nothing there's nothing that can be done. And, and I think that's like the disappointing and really deflating uh, part about it. And just because he didn't, like... It, Am I wrong in, in saying this, that the whole grand jury, the whole thing of why he's not charged is basically a he said, she said, and what came down to a room where there were no cameras and there's only two people? Like, I mean, isn't, isn't that like what it comes down to? Yes. Uh, yes, And so it which makes but, it but so been, difficult. But, 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 let me, but let me let me let me let me finish it real quick. In, if we're going to be fair, there have been plenty of other guy girl he said she said which have led to charges right okay so you know like again that that's the problem with proving sexual assault is end of the day there's only two people in the room and you know who's who's whose word do you do you take from it uh my guess would be and again i haven't gone into this is not a show where we do these in-depth investigations so you just kind of look from you know, from from uh, from a parachute, if you will, and you're like, you know, end of the day, yes, it was, it, but it wasn't just he. It wasn't just she said. There were several she said's. Mm-hmm. I think there's some. I think there were some issues with some of the things that were said, how they were said, and does it does it rise anywhere near the level of sexual assault in a criminal case? So I think that that has to be an issue with it. Yeah, it's, again, doesn't mean it didn't happen, but I can just say like, 
it strikes everybody. It strikes me as odd that twice was brought to a grand jury and no charges were brought. And and I and I think that there's also like the point of when you were talking about the caller earlier, like and to the point that you just made. It doesn't mean that it didn't do it. It is also just isn't it to the point of whether the prosecution feels that they could get a conviction on this or it would be difficult to at least right. prove that he did that. And that doesn't that doesn't prove innocence. It just proves that they probably couldn't have defended their case how they wanted to. So but but that's not that's and I could be wrong and I'm not a lawyer. OK, but that's not that's whether or not you choose to charge somebody. You choose to proceed w- with charges. The indictment has nothing to do with whether or not it's provable, I believe. I think that the indictment is based. Can they can they get an indictment from a grand jury, which has nothing to do with the lawyers? I think I could be wrong. In in the end, I I wish that the NFL would have stuck to their guns. Uh, they didn't. It was disappointing to hear six games. I think it's disappointing to hear eleven. In in the end, on this, um, but it's. I mean, it's done. So it is. It, it is it, it, at some point it is compl- crying over. Yeah, it's not o- like we have to become load. Deshaun Watson fans, you no, know, because don't have to we're not going to. And yeah. and and in this world where we're told we have less and less, fewer and fewer enemies, right? In sports, it's okay. Like you're really mad, you know. Cheer against the Browns every game. Not that hard. And usually you'll end up in the positive. It's the, it's still the they're still the Browns. They're still the Browns. We can talk about how complicated. I mean, like, look, the Browns. How about the fact that they got to go against Baker Mayfield first week of the season? Like, that's that. It's truly going to be an amazing year in Cleveland. Wait, what? What? We have the Carolina Panthers and Baker Mayfield first week of the season. Well, that's interesting. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 
Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.